it is starting to hit the fan in more ways than one. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And we have a lot to discuss in regards to the New Jersey Devils because we have a lot of rumors. We have a lot of narratives. We have uh, two games that we recently just played. There's just so much happenings going around our organization currently. I don't even know where to start, but I guess I want to start with the, I guess, quote-unquote, big news, and that's the situation with John. Jonathan Bernier because I'm starting to get deja vu vibes from uh, the Corey Crawford situation from last season. So it's been revealed that Jonathan Bernier is going to be out indefinitely and head coach Lindy Ruff revealed that he is very concerned for the long-term health of Jonathan Bernier. Right now he is dealing with a hip injury. He's been dealing with it all season. Remember uh, after a few games of playing this season to to begin the year, uh, he had to go onto the injured list and you know he's been on and off it and mostly he, he he's just been having trouble just you know staying in the lineup consistently I know he's our backup goalie but uh, you get what I mean just like sometimes uh, we, we've had to rely too much on Mackenzie Blackwood and when Jonathan Bernier had been playing recently he wasn't really you know putting on his best performance but you know I guess you could say like he's been injured so it's just like we, we can't really judge him too harshly, but going about what Lindy Ruff said, I, I really hope it's not as bad as people are making out to be. But when a coach is saying that they are very concerned about the uh, overall health status of their player, that's usually not a very good sign. So I really hope that Jonathan Bernier isn't forced into retirement. I really hope that we're not forced to waive him. I don't know what the case is going to be. He could be out for two weeks. He could be out for two days. He could be out for two months. I really don't know. He's out indefinitely. All I know is he's dealing with a hip injury. And, um, you know, I, I really hope Jonathan Bernier is able to return. He's 33 right now. So he is getting up there in age just a little bit. But, you know, I, I think he's still relatively young enough to play in the NHL for a few more years if his body lets him uh, go at it. But so far this season, he has appeared in 10 games. He has a record of 4-4 four and four and 1. And he has a goals against average of 3.06 and a save percentage of 902. So when looking at his numbers uh, and comparing it to last year, uh, they're not too far off the mark. So last year he appeared in 24 games. He had a record of 9, 11, and 1. He had a goals against average of 2.99 and a save percentage of 9.14. So those are the kind of numbers that we kind of expected from Jonathan Bernier. However, in his more recent outings, they've been very, uh, how do I say this politely, um, just disappointing because uh, in the last full game he played was against the Nashville Predators on November 26th and uh, he uh, played the entire game and that wasn't really his best showing if I'm putting uh, you know it nicely like he, he let a few goals go past him that I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood would have you know let go by but you know, like, like I said, now we know the situation. He's dealing with this injury and uh, he's not 
able to play his A game. And it just sucks for Jonathan Bernier and it sucks for our organization that we can't seem to, you know, strike uh, gold when it comes to finding a backup goalie because you guys know how excited I was when we acquired Jonathan Bernier just because, you know, he's a past champion. Uh, Last year he played for a very bad defense in the Detroit Red Wings. So I thought playing with the Devils who I, you know, I thought their defense would improve, but the last couple of days have shown otherwise. But still, I, I thought our defense was an upgrade from the Detroit Red Wings. And I just said, you know, Jonathan Bernier, he has experience of being a starter. He his most of his, his experience is being a backup, but still, you know, he has that knowledge. He has that background. He has that track history to just make that contribution for our team. And like I said, the one thing I was looking at past champion, and that's what I was looking at at Corey Crawford. He won a couple championships with the Chicago Blackhawks organization. So I thought he can, you know, rub off some of that knowledge on Mackenzie Blackwood. And it just sucks for Mackenzie Blackwood because now we kind of have to rely on him a lot more than we really should be because he doesn't have a steady backup goalie because like I said Bernier is out indefinitely and that could be two days that could be two weeks that could be two months and behind uh Mackenzie Blackwood are two rookies you got Nico Dawes and Akira Schmidt so recently we brought up Akira Schmidt and he played in the Islanders game but um you know look he's playing really well for the Utica Comets and same with Nico Dawes they're the reasons why you know the Utica Comets are doing so well and I got to give them their props but you know if, if I'm Mackenzie Blackwood I'm just like seriously my two backup goalies are rookies and I, I got to rely on that. So it, it just sucks that Mackenzie Blackwood isn't able to get that, you know, steady backup goalie to rely on and just overall, you know, help him out if he ever has to come out of the game or if he just needs a breather because that's the whole reason why Akira Schmidt played in the most recent game against the New York Islanders. It's just because Mackenzie um, Blackwood just needed a breather and I, I don't know what the situation is going to be. I, if it's worst case scenario, then I got to think like this. Like, who's going to be the backup goalie for Mackenzie Blackwood? So if I am Lindy Ruff and if I am that concerned about the overall health for Jonathan Bernier, then I need to alert Tom Fitzgerald and I need to tell him, like, look, you need to look at the trade market, see if anyone's available to trade on the down low. You need to look at the buyout market, see if maybe we could get a diamond in the rough because right now we got to start planning ahead because Jonathan Bernier, he's out indefinitely. I'm concerned about his overall health. It's not looking too good. So we got to think worst case scenario in this uh, sort of circumstance because, like I said, it's not really looking too promising for Jonathan Bernier. I really hope that's not the case. I really hope he's able to recover from this hip injury. But keep in mind, guys, he's been dealing with this pretty much all year. If I recall correctly, after a couple games uh, of the year to start off, because remember, Mackenzie Blackwood uh, wasn't our starter to begin uh, the first few games of the year because he was still recovering from his heel injury that he uh, got surgery for over the summer. So Jonathan Bernier was our starting netminder. And after the first couple of games, he had to go on the injured list alongside Mackenzie Blackwood uh, because he, he just uh, had a lower body injury. And we had to put our trust in Scott Wedgwood. And then we had to put our trust in Nico Dawes. So look, uh, for right now, Schmidt and Dawes, they're good goalies. But at the same time, do I trust one of them to be my backup goalie? Because they, they have a lot of ground to cover in the NHL they have a lot to learn and the thing about Mackenzie Blackwood he still has a lot to learn himself so I'm not sure if Mackenzie Blackwood is quite ready to be guiding these two young goalies how to be successful you know netminders at this level because Mackenzie Blackwood is still trying to learn it himself because this is one of the things that's just, just so frustrating for Blackwood it's just because I want him to have that veteran goalie that championship uh a back 
background experience, uh, someone who can just rub off some knowledge on him so that way Mackenzie Blackwood could potentially be in the running for the Vesna Trophy because I stand by my claim. I think Mackenzie Blackwood can win a Vesna Trophy, but circumstances like this certainly do not help him. Injuries that he also sustains does not help him. So overall, it's just like when I'm looking at the Predators game from a couple days ago, I saw Mackenzie Blackwood make a lot of great point blank saves. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I think he could take his game to another level if he just has that proper tutelage. And right now, Jonathan Bernier is unable to provide it to him because, unfortunately, Bernier has a lot of issues himself because I go by this phrase like, you know, don't point out my splinter when you have a log jammed into your eye. And unfortunately, that's what Jonathan Bernier is in right now. So when looking at Akira Schmidt and what he's doing for the Commons so far this season, his record is 8-0-2, and he has a save percentage of 944 and a goals against average of 1.6. So, like I said, very impressive stats. Not trying to take that away from Akira Schmidt. And then for Nico Dawes, he's certainly no slouch either because for Yuka Comments, his record is 8-1, and one, and he has a goals against average of 2.15 and a save percentage of 926. So you know the overall impact from Schmidt and Dawes for the Utica Comets is great. And like I told you guys, the Utica Comets are probably one of the hottest AHL teams right now just based on their overall record. Look at who's playing for them right now, who we could just bring up to our organization. And right now we got to look at the goalie situation, which is worst case scenario, what if Bernier doesn't come back for the rest of the year? If he's out indefinitely, if you're concerned about his overall health, there's a good chance he might not return this year. So it's like, am I really trusting Schmidt and Dawes to be uh, the second string goalie and also third string goalie. I'm not entirely sure. I trust one of them to be the third string goalie, but I don't trust uh, the other to, you know, be the backup, if, if that makes sense. Like, they're good players. They're playing really well for the comments, but why are we, we, we shouldn't be rushing them. That, that That's the thing. And there, there's no need to rush them. So if, if I am Tom Fitzgerald, I am listening to Lindy, Lindy Ruff right now, and I'm trying to put out feelers for the buyout market. I'm trying to see if someone's available via trade and, you know, someone we can obtain under the under the table I don't know what the case might be but so far if if I'm the New Jersey Devils and if Jonathan Bernier is really that injured with his hip and is is a concern then you need to start thinking worst case scenario right now so before we switch over to the next topic I want to give you guys the first live read this morning and it comes from boost I'm trying to do that uh that commercial that you might see on tv so you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge you switch to boost mobile for the power of saving money because with boost you get the power of free 5g phone and you can listen to all the latest episodes the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too and the power of one of america's largest 5g networks so you could do it all at the speed of 5g with all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain just how powerful will you become switch to boost mobile to find out get a free samsung galaxy a32 5g when you switch to one of america's America's largest 5G networks, more power to save, Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line, additional restrictions apply, offer slash coverage not avail everywhere for all phone networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. So that's Boost Mobile for all of you. Okay, so I'm going to pitch in a few dollars and I invite you to do so with me to build the Nico Heizer Fight Club because 
our captain, one of the most mellow, level-headed guys on our roster, got into a fight with Mike Granlund of the Nashville Predators a couple days ago. I must say, I was so proud of Nico because, look, even nice guys have their limits, and Nico Heizer proved that otherwise because it looked like Granlund was trying to cross-check him, and Nico Heizer took exception to that and was just like, you know what? The mittens are coming off. I'm not always, um, I, I don't always have clean hands. So let's do this. Let's fight. And just three punches to the dome and just a WWE move. And Grenlin went down. And I was just like, whoa, Nico. Like, I didn't know that was in him. And overall, I think that was the uh, one, one of the few positive takeaways I was going to, you know, uh, take away from that uh, game against Nashville. Just because it was like, that wasn't really a good game for us, especially on the defensive side of things. But seeing he's just trying to fire up his teammates and just you know basically take down uh Grenlin with just like literally with no effort because like I said it just took a, a couple of uh, weak punches to the dome and just a wrestling move to take down Grenlin and I was just like whoa okay and, and yeah that that was impressive I was so proud of Nico and I was so angry that that game was on ESPN and not MSG because I would have loved to see the Devils just call that game and just see like oh my god God, like uh, Nico finally got into a fight because remember when Travis Zajac got into a fight because I saw that uh, video pop up on Twitter because everyone was so stunned the bench was hype everyone in the broadcast booth was hype for it because you know Travis Zajac does didn't get into fights too often because he was very mellow and level-headed and that's the same with Nico Heizer like you're not going to see Nico Heizer assert himself you're not going to see him like you know put his body out there just because that's not his style of brand of hockey. That's not who he is as a person because I discussed it over the offseason and a lot of uh, Devils media personalities will back me up on this, but Nico Heizer is more of a lead by example compared to Jack Hughes, who's more of lead by vocals. So, um, you know, the, the fact that uh, Nico Heizer got into that fight, I, I was so proud of him and I was just like, okay, everyone, Nico Heizer fight club. Now let's form it. Now here's the thing. And, you know, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I just thought this tweet was kind of funny because uh going into the new york islanders game the very next day a few minutes before puck drop it was revealed that ryan graves and nico heiser were out due to covid protocol now like i said it's covid protocol um it, it was not confirmed whether if graves or uh um heiser tested positive for it but uh, you know, either way, they, they they couldn't uh dress for the game. And someone tweeted this to me and said, maybe Nico Heizer caught it at, from uh Grenlin after he took his, uh I'll just say butt for the sake of my show, down to the ground. And I was just like, that is the funniest thing I've heard all night. Look, I'm not trying to be insensitive and I'll read it again. Uh, Maybe Heizer got it from Grenlin. Uh, be, after he got into a fight with them and took his uh, butt down to the ground. I was just like, yeah, that, that that was actually pretty clever. That was actually pretty good. So, you know, just bad luck was uh, on the New Jersey Devils side the past couple games against the Predators and also the Islanders because here's the thing. Um, the Predators game, just looking at the replay, there were so many good shot opportunities for the New Jersey Devils. Unfortunately, the defensive lapses just hurt them. And the one question I have while we're on the topic of Heizer and Graves is like, why was Graves playing the least amount of minutes in our game against the Nashville Predators? Like, am I missing something? Like, here, here's the thing. Look, 
I, I know Graves has had a tough go at it the past couple days, but I don't think he's done that bad. But that's my personal opinion based on what I'm seeing while watching the game. And we all know uh, the duo of him and Hamilton is actually pretty intriguing to watch. So why is he getting the least amount of time out of all of our defensemen? And b- basically, Sharon Govich and Smith, they got so many chances. They got like a whole plate of chances. And you know, it was it took some time before they became healthy scratches. Same with Yanni Kwokinen. So when Ryan Graves has a tough go at it after a couple games or two, it's just like, sorry, Graves, your minutes are going to be cut. And I'm just like, Wait, I don't get it. So look, look, if you guys follow this guy on Twitter, his name is Alan Cosman. He runs the Ryan Graves fan page. He said it multiple times that this season, Ryan Graves was on pace to have his best season ever of his career. And remember, this guy led the league in plus minus a couple years ago, and he already has more goals this season than he had the entire year with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. And I said the key for Ryan Graves was that can he translate it over for the New Jersey Devils? And I think he's proven uh, that testament true. And I, I don't understand why his minutes are being cut uh, by you know six or seven uh, time on the ice. Because, like, if you need a comparison, uh, Hamilton played about 22. Uh, Smith played 22. Uh, then you got Severson. He played almost 22, uh, 21-45. Uh, Siegenthaler played about 16, to close to 17. And then Subban cl- played close to 18. And then you got Ryan Grace, who played about 15 minutes. And I'm just like, why, why is he given the least amount of ice time? I, I really don't get that. And he also led the Devils in blocks. So you you see that um, he, he only played 15 minutes on the ice for the defenseman which was the least amount of time yet somehow some way he led our team in blocks and um i i really don't get it i know his plus minus was negative one but still it's just like i i I don't get what lindy ruff is doing in terms of just like um you know cutting ryan gray's minutes in half and then for nico heiser that's just bad luck and he it seems like heiser can't catch a break because he had to deal with covid last year as well but Overall, it just seems like these back-to-back losses, it just seems like um, luck was just not on the New Jersey Devils side. So just to sum it up, uh, that, that game against the National Predators, I saw a lot of great offensive opportunities. In fact, the New Jersey Devils were able to strike first. Unfortunately, they just couldn't keep the lead. And then I said it. I said that the Devils would most likely lose the game 3-1. to one. They ended up losing 3-2. Uh, to two. Uh, they were just lucky that Sharon Govich was able to get the uh, second goal of the game for the Devils within the final minute or two. It was great strategy. And overall, like I said, Devils had so many great opportunities. The one thing I have is like when Jack Hughes had an open shot opportunity, why did he pass it on back to Sharon Govich? Like you had to direct lane. I know your job is to facilitate as well, but you had a wide open lane. Take the damn shot, Jack Hughes. Like that's what you're out there for. So I really don't get it in that regards, but Overall, it's just like bad luck was just on the New Jersey Devils side. And then here's a not-so-fun fact. The Islanders finally won their first game at their new arena. And guess who they beat? The New Jersey Devils. So this is the same Islanders team that lost like, what, 11 or 12 games in a row this season already? So it's just like the fact that we couldn't even muster up a point. But then again, we did shut out the Islanders in our first matchup against them. But it's just a little frustrating that, um, you know, we, we really couldn't get anything going. And then you got Parise and then you got Andy Green. They also scored in this game, two former Devils. So we all know how Lou loves his former Devils players. But at the end of the day, it, it was very frustrating. And also the power play, guys. Like, 
we we can't capitalize on any power play opportunities these past two games we were 0 for 7 in our power play opportunities like i i was praising the power play for getting just a little bit better but now it's like we've taken three steps backwards and i'm going to save this for the third and final segment but the, the question is where do we go from here and that's the main concern that I have. So, like, I talked about the good. I talked about Nico Heizer that because I felt like that was the big thing that I kind of wanted to discuss. I talked about some things I saw against the Islanders and also the Predators, and also you know gave a not so fun fact and just like you know back to back games are uh, two key guys for us are out and um, you know I, I guess fatigue caught to us and just you know having to plan at the last possible second really didn't help us. So I guess you know that game against the Islanders we just got set up for failure, but. It, the, the main question is where do we go from here what, what what's got to change and unfortunately I, i'm just going to give you a snippet of it i'm going to give you a preview um you've heard me say it many 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 times on this show before that's that's all i got to say in, in that regard so i bet some of you know what i'm going to say in fact speaking of bet i think you want to take your next bet to betonline.ag so Uh, BetOnline has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, baseball, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the available offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Sports bet online where the game starts, and now the third and final live read comes from our friends at Built Bar. So, this holiday season, you might want to grab a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, a Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness. You get the best of both worlds delicious and healthy, so many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Do you want to get raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Trust me, it gets very, very, very intense. So you might want to put a Built Bar in your pocket. Or if you want to just see the time go by while you're waiting in the long, long, long line, just take a Built Bar and you'll be just fine. So people are so passionate about their favorite flavors. I wouldn't recommend making this a topic of discussion at the dinner table. So are you friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings, and if you're extra, extra, extra good, maybe he'll get you what you want. So, want something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into some hot cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a little bit of that Built Bar flavor, plus you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Disclaimer and just a spoiler, you might want to get yourself a napkin because it could get a little messy. So, like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're like Light, fluffy, and marshmallowy throughout and throughout. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate, taste so good you won't even believe they're filled with protein. So the offer is go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Okay, so the main question that I want to do in this third segment is where do the New Jersey Devils go from here? So it's been a rough few days for Devils. Like, you know, I, I talked about the goalie situation. I talked about the player situation. I talked about these two back-to-back losses and how, you know, like, look, I didn't expect much from the Predators game. And quite honestly, the Predators aren't even that good a team. But, 
Um, you know, w- w- looking ahead, our next game is going to be against the Philadelphia Flyers. We have got to win that game. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. In fact, our last win came against the Philadelphia Flyers in which we shut them out 3 to nothing, and then we go back on a two-game losing streak, and then, you know, we got to face the Vegas Golden Knights, and unfortunately, I don't see us be- beating the Golden Knights because they- they've been generating a lot of offense, and um, yeah, that, that that's something I'm, I'm looking at. Despite them being in the middle of the pack and in the Pacific Division, I really don't see us beating the Vegas Golden Knights. So if we want to get some two points on the boards, if we want to stay afloat in the Metropolitan Division, we have got to beat the Philadelphia Flyers. So uh, my thing is for Lindy Ruff, here, here's, here it is. Like, hear me loud and hear me clear. Based on what everything you've been saying to the media and how everyone is pissed off right now, you are on borrowed time. I've done my best to defend you. But I don't think you got long, buddy. So you better start getting the product right now. There is no way. Look, I get it. There, there's some circumstances you can't control. You can't control Jack Hughes getting hurt. You can't control Jonathan Bernier having a, you know, basically a career-threatening injury with his hip. You can't control that. I get it. There's certain things he can't control. And, you know, the power play goes to more of Mark Recchi. And I'm surprised that Mark Recchi is still employed. But still, um, my thing is, is like, you got to step up right now because the Flyers are on a two-game win streak right now. Believe it or not, they're now on our tail. And the Penguins and the Blue Jackets are starting to slip away a little bit. So you better step up right here, right now. Time is winding down. I've said this about Smith. I've said this about Sharon Govich. You are on borrowed time. That's all I got to say for Lindy Ruff. So we have got to step up right here, right now. Things have got to change. Look, I get it. Mackenzie Blackwood, he's going to be fatigued because he doesn't have a reliable goalie to back him up. I get that. I get there's certain lineups that, you know, that don't really go your way. I don't agree with the Ryan Graves uh, cut down minutes. I really don't. I don't get the point of that. Like, so he has a few couple bad games. I'm not concerned. Like I said, he's on pace to have his best year ever. According to uh, Ryan Graves' fan page, not, not my words. So ask Ryan Graves' fan page. They're very popular on Twitter. And I, I just don't get it. So my thing for Lindy Ruff is like, you need to get the best product out of your players right here, right now. That's all I got to say. So let me know what you guys think at Locked on Devils. What did you think about the last couple of games? What did you think about the overall goalie situation? And by the way, what did you think about my silly season discussion when I talked about Kyle Paul Mary potentially being traded back to the New Jersey Devils? And don't worry, guys. I, I don't want him. I, I just put that out as a silly season discussion. You guys know, don't take silly season uh, seriously. Take it with a grain of salt. But let me know what you guys think because I would love to hear your opinions. I've already heard from a few of you, and uh, I think uh, the consensus is is that you do not want Kyle Palmieri back. So, uh, as for today, that's all the time I have for you guys. So, thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils! And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Stay safe, everybody.